Welcome to Messy in the Middle, the podcast. We are two realtors from two different coasts working to improve and grow. We believe you deserve to have a thriving business and live a balanced life. Your journey from ideas to implementation starts now. Hey, Jeffy. Great to see you. How's it going today? It's going great, Ed. How are you doing? Fantastic. You know, we've been... You and I have both been calling our clients and giving, uh, getting into it. But uh, what's been going on in your world before we, we jump right in? Just been trying to stay on top of this change in market. I want to be educated. And so been spending some time getting ready for this podcast so that all of you listeners out there can have a really good mid-year talk track to share with your clients. That's, that's it. what it's I've been all, doing. That's what you've been doing. It's all about being edumacated. So edumacated. Uh, so we're gonna jump right in, y'all. Um, just a reminder, <laughs> you love it when I say y'all. It's so funny. You and uh, Joe, my business partner. Y'all, uh, y'all. Yeah. Well, he's Saint from Thomas the deep Island. south. Yeah, he's down. He's he's from Georgia. Saint so he's Simon's Island. He lives in St. Simon's Island. And that's Jeffy's attempt at a southern accent for y'all. That is, that is. So uh, what we've been doing, if, if we, first of all, we really encourage you to listen to our last episode, which was The Market is Peaked. That mm-hmm. was a basis for um, what we want to talk about today, which is how to give a mid-year market update to your clients. Uh, before we give you the tips and tricks on that, Jeffy, do you want to talk a little bit about why that's important and the opportunity with the mid-year market update? Sure. I just feel like, um, and I think you do too, and most agents do, is the more educated you are in what's happening, the better you can be leading your clients because they're hiring us to be an expert in what we do. Anybody can get their real estate license, as we all know, right? Yep, yep. But let the cream rise to the top, please. And with that, educating your people will not only help them make really good life decisions for themselves, but it also makes you be shiny and it, it look sure good. It sure does. It <laughs> sure does. And we want you all looking shiny and looking good. So <laughs> so we're going to dive into this. We're going to have three key points um, to think about, including in a mid-year market update. And we'd encourage you to reach out to, to your clients and call as many as you can. If you have an accountability partner, have them you know, make it a contest, make it fun uh, so that you're doing it. That's great. Um, a little bit of a technique thing here. And again, if you've listened to previous episodes, you know I'm a big fan of Chris Foss. Never speak, never split the difference. Not speak <laughs> the right. difference, but split the difference. So really good negotiating tips. And one of the things he talks about is when you call somebody to say, hey, is this a bad time? Mm-hmm. Don't do what most you know, like telemarketers do, which is like, hey, is this a good time to talk? Because no, that, uh, no. <laughs> it <laughs> immediately it immediately puts people on the defense. So if you say, yeah. "Hey, is this a bad time?" then that empowers the person you're calling to be able to say, "Oh no, no, it's actually a good time." Or if it is a bad time, you've given them permission to reschedule. Exactly. And I've made that a habit to be part of how I communicate to folks. Mm-hmm. And you can you can feel people sit up when you do that. So right. Um, and they will let you know when it's a bad time and you'll reschedule and they, they appreciate that. So um, yeah. that's one of the first little tricks. Have you been doing that, Jeffy? So I don't have that burned into my little head. So half the time I do it and half the time I don't. So this is something I need to work on. Like lots of things, people, Jeffy Moultrie is not perfection. 
<laughs> but nor is, I do nor wanna, is Ed Billings. <laughs> I do want to do a shout out to Never Split the Difference because yeah, Chris that, Voss. Yeah. Chris Voss. That's such a great book. And it's a great book to listen to. It's something that I think our listeners would really love. And I know you did coaching through them too, but great, great information in there. So let's keep it rolling, buddy. Yeah, we'll keep it rolling. So so the first uh, point, and actually, we've been looking a little bit at Keeping Current Matters. They've got a great article on how to summarize what's coming for uh, at the mid-year and into the, into the rest of the year. So check the show notes on, the, on this. You'll, you'll see these points. Yeah. Uh, but the first one is the number of homes available for sale is likely to grow. Yes. And we're and feeling that, that. I'm feeling mm-hmm. that on the the West Coast in San Diego. Are you feeling that right now? East we Coast? are. Yep. We're in okay. our market. Um, and again, we talked last episode about the importance of tracking inventory and your numbers. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. seeing it slowly creep up every week. It's yes. not a huge you know, influx, but it's slowly coming up. Right. So we've gone from four tenths. We were at eight tenths. We're almost at nine tenths of a month this week. So it's clicking up, and I ex- we all expect that that's going to continue. Right. Uh, again, and we're just under a month of inventory in San Diego, which we've for a really long time we're rambling around half a month of inventory. So it doesn't seem like the numbers are high, but if you look at the months of inventory, it actually has doubled. Right. Right. That sounds big, we, but and it's not that big. It doesn't look yeah. that big when you're checking, like as a consumer, you're buying your house, you're still thinking, okay, there's nothing for me to choose from. Right. But as that number slowly goes up, it'll take some of the heat out of the market. And you so you want to be on top of that. So that's correct. It's a great, it's a great time to to reach out to your buyers and say, Hey, you're gonna have more homes to choose from. There's gonna mm-hmm. be more options. I've and I did that specifically with some clients. And you know they just loved it. They're like, oh, thank goodness, you know, right? We're 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 feeling hope again. So, and the numbers exactly. bear that out that we're going to have some of that. So we've talked about more inventory to choose from, even though it's a slow rise, um, that which is great for buyers. So we're talking about things that are great for buyers right now. They still have to move quickly. You still the buyers can't be fuffing around. Like if you find the home you want, we still are. We still have a supply and demand issue. So you need to come in with your best offer first. You need to have looking good, have your lender information together. I mean, these, this is all, we're preaching to the choir here for these agents, but it, it's so important to teach them how to be strong. That's right. And, um, you know, the other, the other point on that is, you know, we've been coming from an environment where we assume, oh, all multiple offers, I got to go over. Mm-hmm. You really want to be asking that agent on the other side, do you have multiple offers? Do you have any offers in? Don't assume mm-hmm. that that's the case. And I've seen mm-hmm. it on the listing side where, you know, you get one offer and it comes in way over and the agent didn't ask right. if if you had an offer on the table. They're just assuming that you did. Right. And that can cost money, right? So For your uh, buyer, so you want, yeah. For your buyer, right? So you want to be asking and inquiring on that. Again, pretty basic stuff there, but that's, sure. that's some hope for the buyers. On the seller side, Jeff, you want to go through those? So sellers need to understand that competition is coming. So our sellers haven't had competition in San Diego for the last two years. They've just been on the market. They have a plethora of buyers, beautiful buyers that are anxious. Now what we have, and we talked about this in our last podcast too, instead of having 10 to 15 offers, I'm having three to five offers on average on my home, which is still beautiful because it's still a multiple situation where the the seller's 
can leverage the buyers. Um, but this competition is coming. So you want to talk to your sellers, potential sellers, about getting on the market sooner rather than later. Because I feel I feel like from all the data that we're looking at and what we're hearing over the next three months, we're kind of in a critical... It'll be interesting to do our podcast in three months and see the difference, really. I mean, yeah. we're definitely in a Petri dish right now. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, we're right at this inflection point. And that's why we want to be doing these, you know, constantly and looking at the numbers because it could tilt either way, but it sure feels like it's going to um, loosen up. And, you know, I think the other point there is is to let folks that are in a buy-sell situation that they're going to, you know, that should be a little bit easier. So make sure they're prepped and ready to go because, you know, we're going to see things coming. I Um, also started tracking on the tracker that you gave me how many contingent offers were in my little micro area. Oh, and it's way up. So a contingent offer getting accepted in the last couple of years was like, are you kidding me? So now being able to explain to your buy sells, look, sellers are willing to look at this if you're coming in strong where they weren't before. So that's another really good thing to talk to them about. That's really interesting information. You're yeah. way ahead of us on that because we're still in an environment where, I, I mean, I haven't seen a contingent. Yeah. I um, mean, our contract's a little different in the way that's worded, but, you know, where they need to sell their home, let's just put it right. that way. I haven't seen that in, t- in two years. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's interesting to hear that that's coming. Sure. Um, and then we get to pricing. And yeah. we've done an episode on this. So, you know, mm-hmm. we encourage you to listen to the perils of overpricing. But now you really got to watch it because you could get hung out to dry. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is this is the the next thing that we need to as agents get really strong at is communication. Because before you list a home, you know, within a short period of time, you're under contract and now you're just kind of rolling through your escrow process where now you're going to have to be calling your sellers and saying, hey, we've been on the market for X amount of time. Here's what we're doing as a team to support the sale of your home. Like, make sure you got that stuff down because it's coming. And and you don't you don't want to not have your systems together. That's, That's right. That's another really and, big one. And we're going to have an upcoming episode on communication systems. And yeah. that's going to be a great one we want you all to listen to. So now that's so that's kind of subpoints on point number one, which again is the number of homes is likely to grow. Uh, number two, mortgage rates will likely continue to respond to inflationary pressures. Mm-hmm. And actually, we're going to have a couple links in the show notes on some articles that dropped today on this recording. Janet Yellen, Secretary of Treasury, saying, hey, inflation's going to be here for a while. That was right. like official, you know, that's like a big reveal for mm-hmm. them to come out and say that. And then World Bank saying, uh, hey, global stagflation looks like it's going to be a thing. Okay, let's pause there for a second. Give a brief description of stagflation. So stagflation is when interest rates are rising and GDP, in this case what the World Bank is saying is global GDP, gross domestic project, is is declining. So you've got a shrinking economy and rising interest rates. Yeah. Um, So... You know, that's normally when the economy is shrinking, you're trying to goose it and and get you know get it revved up. Mm-hmm. What's happening in a stagflation environment is you're deliberately trying to slow it down. And that's what's happening on a global level as well as here in the US. 
That's and right. it's working. And that's you know yeah. one of the things is we've seen some recovery in the stock market. Mm-hmm. We're seeing uh, we're seeing some signs that it's working. So you know if there is a recession, it's it's very likely not going to be as deep. So again, we've great. done some other episodes on this. Yeah. So again, look for those mortgage rates to continue to go up. So what you know, buyers, do you want to talk about what that means for buyers? Pretty obvious, sure. but let's talk sure. about it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's super, it's it is obvious, but make sure that your buyers are getting in and getting uh, pre-approved and understanding what that interest rate is going to look like them on the buy side. Because you don't want to have buyers getting into properties they can't afford or they get cold feet and then they're pulling out. You want you want to make sure your buyer is super, super educated on what their finances are going to look like when they, when they buy a home. You need to have candid conversations with the lender, like I said, about payment and um, making sure that they're, they're 100% prepared before you get them in the car. <laughs> Not that we even put buyers in the car anymore, but just make sure that you're not wasting time. You got to you got to right. make sure you're not wasting your time or their time. Education. And you know something it's so funny. I'm looking through all of our show notes and truly what this comes down to is educating. We, we the buyers need to understand what the full picture looks like and so does the seller. So there's a, there's some repetitiveness here, but Yeah. But that's it that and that's what this calls all about is showing your expertise and educating your clients as to what's mm-hmm. coming. And that's they appreciate right. it. So let's flip over to the seller. Buyer pool's gonna be smaller. Yep. And we're we already seeing that. that. You're seeing that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna want to attract good buyers uh, with strong buying power. So right. what does that mean? Staging, professional photos, pricing correctly, a little bit of a little bit of paint, a little bit of carpet. <laughs> refinish those floors, you know, the basics. Yeah, yeah just but, um, things but doing those shiny. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shiny, shiny yeah. and, and uh, in high demand so that, you know, shiny. you float to the top. So it's not right. a time to to cut those corners and right. you really got to educate because if, if they're talking to their neighbors and they know they got 20 offers three months ago, that's what they're thinking is going to happen. Yeah. And it's not, it's going to be different. Nope. Set the expectation. The next thing that we have on here is talking about buy sells, which we talked a little bit about, but housing prices are not slated to go down. Interest rates are slated to go up, but housing prices are not. So if you sit down with your trusted advisor, your lender, and you look at, okay, if I buy a home today for 900 at this interest rate or a million in the next six months for this interest rate, what does that look like? So understanding those back end pieces of what you can afford and what it looks like over the next 12 months is very important. And I think that a lot of buyers think and ask this question because the economy is kind of showing these, well, not kind of, it's showing these changes that they feel that housing prices will go down. Yeah. And the numbers don't bear that out. And it's interesting. I'm going to segue on to a little story here, just real yeah. world. Had a buyer, we had an offer out you know, at a pretty hefty price. And boom, we get a, a reference to an article saying you know, this that our market is uh, 50%. People are paying 50% more than they should, basically, was what it said. Yeah, that's what the and, article said. Yeah, that's what the article said. And I dug into it a little bit and I'm like, Eh, I question this methodology a little bit about what they're doing because values have gone up. And so they were talking about projected and, and referencing, you know, a longer time period back. Our market's gone up, you know, significantly. And then you go back to your numbers and you look and say, well, well, what's going to happen? And when you've got inventory at 
eight tenths of a month and equilibrium six months, there's a lot of room in the system to keep things stable. Correct. And that's the conversation we had with our buyer and we're able to like explain what's really going on. So mm-hmm. that's why you need to know these numbers. So not only knowing your numbers so that you can educate your clients and your database, but also reminding them that news articles are written to sell advertising. <laughs> yeah. So get to get clicked versus, on. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> click, click, click. You know. So just again, this comes back to getting on the phone, calling your people, getting them into a stable place where they understand. Because in five years from now, those clients are going to be thanking all of us for really knowing what's going on. And and we only we're only as good as the information that we're getting and it could change tomorrow and who knows what's happening. But for today, this is the truth. Right. And again, when you track those numbers over time, you can see the trend line mm-hmm. and you can talk from knowledge and say, hey, well, you right. know, this, this is where, you know, I rolled it back. I said, well, let's see where we were this month in 2015, you know, and it was like seven months supply. I'm like, it didn't feel like the sky was falling, you know, back then we were selling homes. So, you know, we're right. at like eight tenths of a month. So track those, <laughs> track those numbers, educate your folks. And I think Jeffy's point is a really good one. Remember, you know, articles are designed uh, to get clicked on and they'll mm-hmm. have a very salacious headline. And then when you dig into it, it's like, eh, I don't know about that. I don't think that's right. what, what's really going on. Okay, All right. Fantastic. Third point, which we kind of went over already. Home prices yeah. are projected to continue to climb. That's right. So I think I think we kind of wrapped all our uh, we did? all our I think we did, yeah. I think one thing I'd like to say about home prices on the rise and we did talk about this a bit, but setting the expectation for your sellers for pricing is is so important. I know we talked about this, but if you list for x, let's just give it a cool million. You you list for a million, the people were sellers were getting 1.3. 1.25. Which is 30% it, up. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. So setting the expectation of, hey, we're listing for a million. You, you might get a million 25. You might get less. I don't know. Going back to the, the pricing conversation, the buyer dictates the price of your home. You can have a lofty goal and an idea of what you want, but the competition and the buyer actually drives the price. Yeah. So having that conversation is really important too. It sure is. And and making sure that you don't overreach so that it feels like it's a deal, quote unquote. Yes. You know, it's close, but it's but yeah. it's not overpriced. And creating that buzz and fever to, you know, this is again on the seller side, mm-hmm. to uh excel. And then uh, you know, on the buyer side, it's a great time to be hunting around for those that are overpriced. Or uh, yeah. I, I know you use the line when when you get that smell when you walk in that's not quite right. You're like, I smell okay. opportunity. Uh-huh. So <laughs> my absolute favorite houses to show or to write offers on are stinky overpriced houses. <laughs> I always look at my buyers and I go, oh, we're going to get a really good deal. <laughs> I love that. So, love that. Um, <laughs> so remember that one. Yeah, I, so, I seek out the stinky overpriced properties. Yeah. So y'all, if you're looking for a stinky overpriced house, Jeffy's your gal. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
That's pretty funny. (laughs) All right, everybody. Hey, give us a thumbs up. Uh, Check us out. We're on YouTube as well as Spotify and iTunes. And we'd love to hear your comments on our shows. Yeah, absolutely. And and when you're on Spotify and, and YouTube and all that, be sure and look down for the show notes uh, so that you can click onto these articles because they're really good reference points. Yeah, We're just great. not making this stuff up. So no. there you go. <laughs> All right. Jeffy, great to see you as always. You too. You too. Bye, everybody. We hope you enjoyed the show. Gained insight into having a thriving business and living a balanced life. We also welcome any ideas you would like us to discuss in future shows. Don't forget to like and share. We'll see you next week.